Welcome to the Bruce Siski Show. Follow the Bruce Siski Show on Twitter to interact anytime. Got something on your mind? You can text Bruce during the show by using the short code 84454. You're listening to the Bruce Siski Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAL. It is a Thursday, 10-12 our time on this 25th of January 2024. Bruce Siski Show on KDAL. Fog uh, outside, dense fog advisory now in effect until noon for the Twin Ports and down the I-35 corridor. Get those low beams on and drive carefully here this morning. We'll hear from UMV women's basketball senior Madeline Granica coming up in about 25 minutes or so. But first, we've got hockey doubleheaders today and tomorrow from Amsoil. And joining us now, head coach of the UMV women's hockey team, Maura Kroll. Good morning. Good morning, Bruce. How, How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Excited for these games this weekend. We'll get to that in a second. I want to ask first about you know just kind of your thoughts on, on where your team is sitting. You've got a young group, and it, it feels like they have really bought in at the defensive end of the ice, and they're keeping you in pretty much every game. Yeah, really happy um, with the way we're playing. Obviously, would like to see more Ws, um, and we're going to need those. So, we're playing well right there with OSU last weekend. Uh, could have gone an either way on Saturday. Um, so I think within our room, we have a lot of belief. Uh, we know what we're capable of. And now we just got to get over the hump and get a W this weekend. I talked to Hannah Baskin this week. And, and the, the nice people listening, you'll hear that on the radio tomorrow. But I asked her, you know, how comfortable are you guys in, in you know these tight games because you've been in so many of them this year? I'll ask you that as well. How how good do you feel about your group? You're not going to win every close game you're in, but you've been in a lot of them, and it feels like your group has responded pretty well. Yeah, really well, and uh, I think we kind of expected that with the second half of the year. Just you know, it's it's going to be tight battles. Our schedule is is grueling, you know. Um, we played, what, two ranked teams, got another one this weekend. And uh, if you look at the stretch in February, it doesn't get much easier, which is, you know, what we want at this time of year. So, um, you know, I, I think, like you said, we've had a lot of tight battles. You win some, you lose some. But um, hoping to, like I said, get over the hump and get some wins this weekend against a really good Wisconsin team. So it will be a challenge. Talking to UMD women's hockey head coach Maura Kroll, if you're going to do that, it feels like you have, you know, in part here, at least have to rely on your experienced players, Clara Van Weer and Manna McMahon up front, you know, Reese Hunt, who's had a big year for you offensively. Yeah, as you look ahead here to this stretch run, how much are you going to put on these older players? I know it's on everybody, but you, your older players, your experienced players, ideally are leading the way here. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's anything new. You know, they've they've been leading the way since the beginning of the season, and, and we've had secondary scoring and things like that. But, you know, our team is going to run through those experienced players who are going to lead us and, um, you know, who are going to want to be on the ice in those big situations. And so um, it's nothing new, which I think is a good thing. They're used to it. The pressure that's been on their shoulders, I feel like, has been on since day one. 
um, and they've risen to the occasion, and I expect them to continue to do that. I mentioned Hannah, but you know Nina Joe Smith, Tova Henderson, Paula Bergstrom on the back end, Ida Carlson has had a, a really good freshman season for you. How do you feel that your defensive core has performed? You get you, know, you look at what you lost off last year's team, and and what those, mm-hmm. especially those those top couple defenders are doing right now in the PWHL, and you know you lost a lot there, and and, and you, you watch this team play. I mentioned that they're bought in defensively. Yeah, I, you know, I was watching those games last night, so I watched a lot of Ashton Bell. I watched a lot of Maggie Flaherty and a lot of Gabby Hughes, um, and, and those guys aren't here this year, but I don't feel like we've skipped skipped a beat. You know, I, I love our decor. I love the way that they've come together and really established themselves as one of the best in the country. Um, I think, you know, if you look at last weekend, we were playing 6D uh, and, and nine forwards against all four of the OSU lines. Didn't matter which OSU line was on the ice. We felt really comfortable with all of those players on our team because, you know, you've watched. They, they've gotten a lot of playing time this year. Um, so they're, they're ready. And uh, I think, you know, there's not a lot of difference between one, two, three up front and then, you know, one, two, three on the back end. You've been missing some players here and there. Uh, the, you mentioned this yesterday. It, every hockey team goes through this. It's just part of the game, right? But uh, you know, your counterparts down the hall have been dealing with this as well. You know, players in and out of the lineup and, and not necessarily know who's going to play come Friday night, that whole thing. You, know, you mentioned yesterday there are some bumps and bruises. There are some things that you're managing. For you as a coach – when you, when you get to this part of the season and you've got players that are banged up, you, rest and recovery is important, but you also have things you want to work on. How do you balance that week to week in, in trying to make sure players are getting the rest of the recovery time that they need, but they're also learning the things you want them to learn? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think so much work has been put in uh, by this time in the year. So longer practices happen in the first half, especially – with a young group like we had, you know, uh, or have. Um, longer practices, longer video sessions, a lot of time spent um, teaching and learning in the first half. Obviously still doing a lot of that now, but, you know, it, what we're focusing now is mostly on situational hockey. You know, uh, power play, PK, five on six, six on five, <laughs> all uh, face-offs, things like that. And a lot of that can be taught over video. So, you know, if you're not able to get on the ice, we have practice video. You can watch it. You can watch it with a coach. Um, we do voiceovers. We do all sorts of things to make sure that, you know, if you're banged up, you're not trying to get on the ice and, and do something silly because you feel like you have to be out there or you're going to fall behind. Uh, we trust our medical staff and our players, and, and when they're out, they're out. And we have ways to keep them updated on what we're doing, and it's a, you know, it's a two-way street. They have to ask, and they have to make sure that they're taking care of their business, and, and we'll make sure they have what they need. Talking to UMD Women's Hockey Head Coach Maura Kroll, you guys have played 24 games. You've allowed six power play goals. Your penalty kill has been outstanding. You also haven't taken a ton of penalties, which uh, I've watched enough of this game over the years to know that helps too. But but you know how happy are you with your your the performance you're seeing out of your penalty killers and and some players kind of thrust into new roles in that regard this year? Oh yeah, you know um, everybody that was here before kind of shifted up a, a ranking in the PK. I think Clara has done a great job on the kill. She wasn't on it uh, in the past, and 
she's made a huge difference on it. And, um, you know, the back end has been blocking a ton of shots and our goalies are prepared for where the attack plays will, will be coming from. So it's, uh, it's been awesome. It's, um, such a critical part of the game. And when you can gain momentum from a good kill, be whether it's a big block shot or you just, get killed the two minutes I, I, our team gets a jump start from that and uh, I think that's been really important to us throughout the season obviously a, a big part of, of the defensive play and of the penalty kill has been your goaltending your team save percentage is still 952 on the season in fact Evan Haley have each got a 952 save percentage uh, they've both adjusted to this very well they've been pushing each other all year long uh, how fortunate do you feel as a coach to have goaltenders like this the character that they've shown and, and the improvement they've shown here throughout the season those numbers are are insane <laughs> yeah you know? yeah they are like, boy, boy, that, that's just you know it's uh it's insane. It's uh, it's rare. I hope our fans are enjoying <laughs> this goaltending experience. Um, you know, experience because it is it is rare, and I feel like we always have good goalies here. But wow, you know, we're talking about a freshman and a sophomore putting up those numbers against top teams in the country, some of the best players in the world in this age group, and I think. Um, you know, it's just incredible, and we're really excited about what we have in in Haley and Ev. And as you've heard me say, they give us a chance to win every single game, and uh, that's what we're looking for out of them. So um, it's really, it's really been a great, uh, a great thing to have that this year. You know, with Sods graduating last year, so they've stepped up and then some. We chatted before the season started, and I mentioned, you know, I, I go back to when, you know, Maddie Rooney was a sophomore, and I remember the preseason, you you came out and said, this is Maddie Rooney's net. There, this is not, not going to be a competition. This is her net. And, and you go from that to Emma Soderberg, and it was her net for as long as she was the starter, and, and there wasn't necessarily a competition going on for the job. It was her job. This year, mm-hmm. it's a little different with Haley and Ev. How comfortable have you gotten with, you know, the idea of this kind of week-to-week you know, we'll figure it out as we go type of deal because it's not necessarily a straight rotation. No, it's not. And I think, you know, sometimes when you just have one in mind, you know, that, that second one doesn't necessarily get the opportunity to shine. And I think, you know, that's what's happened this year where, you know, Ev came in with a huge reputation and she's done really well, but Haley got in there and she proved she, she can do pretty well too. So then you give her more opportunities and she continues to shine, as does Ev, and there you go. So you have two people that are, like you mentioned, battling really hard, competing really hard, and putting our team in great situations. And personally, you know, I I feel better having two playing at this level with this experience, just in case. We mentioned injuries before and different things that come up, illnesses, whatever might happen. Um, so I feel better having two going, and there's just a lot of strategy in the in the end of the year with our three game quarterfinal matchups and quick turnaround from you know some semifinal to final games. There are a lot of a lot of details that certainly help having two goalies uh, in a rotation. We are excited for these games on the radio this weekend. You guys get Wisconsin, the defending champs. The last time the Badgers were in your building, they won a national championship in March, beating Ohio State 1-0 in front of a great crowd at Amsoil. Your thoughts on, on matching up with the Badgers this weekend, about six weeks after a series sweep at their place? 
Yeah, you know, I forgot that that was their last time here. <laughs> Thanks for that reminder. Um, we are excited to have them here. I think we've played Wisconsin really well in our building over the years. We've had some great, great games, usually very tight, um, and we'll expect the same. I think our players are really uh, confident and, like I mentioned before, hopeful in the group that we have with what we were able to do last weekend. And we just want to pick up where we left off and, you know, obviously elevate certain parts of our game. But um, this is more of a continuation from last weekend versus, you know, hey, what we do last November or, yeah, November against these guys and, and so on and so forth. So we're excited. We know it's going to be a challenge. They're an incredibly dynamic offensive team. Um, they have some, some great players. You know, Sims is leading the league in uh, goal scoring and you know that's just one name of of many names that we'll be hearing in women's hockey for a long time from this wisconsin group so we uh need to be ready to go and play in our our a game this weekend i i you know i, I mean no disrespect to anybody else on either of these teams because there are some wonderful players that we'll see in this series this weekend but one that stands out for me is kk harvey on the back end for wisconsin i was talking to hannah a little bit about this uh, this week you know it's one thing to talk about trying to deny a forward the puck and and, and try to make sure that they're not in positions to score in the offensive zone but she she someone who will have the puck on her stick quite a bit this weekend and, and the, the challenge it feels like for you guys is trying to figure out ways that she is not able to impact the game as much how do you do that you know when you have somebody who's got the puck on her stick as much as kk harvey does keeping her from being the impactful player that she can be yeah that's certainly a, a challenge uh, there are a few and far between uh that play the game as well as as kk does um and you know, one thing we're not going to do is get too focused on any individual player because, like I mentioned, they have so many. So what what we need to do and what we did the last time and what we try to do every weekend is play really good team-structured hockey and make it frustrating. So take away her options, make her skate, which she loves to do, um, but make sure we're clogging up the neutral zone so it's frustrating. Um, and, and force dump pucks and try to get to them quickly and, and get out of our end. So I think that's what we're, we're good at is our, our structure, our layers, um, and hopefully taking away time and space from, from players like KK. Three o'clock games tomorrow and Saturday. Can't wait to call them. Thanks for doing this, and we'll, uh, we'll see you this weekend. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate it. Head coach of the UMD women's hockey team is Maura Cruel. 245 for the coverage of both tomorrow and Saturday from Amsville Arena Bulldogs and Badgers here on KDAL as these are always as she said these are fun games every year it feels like when these two teams get together it is good hockey and it's just I, I don't again I'm not trying to disrespect anybody else but it feels like these two teams when they get together it's just it's just fun and, and, and I don't know if it's the, the style matchup, if it's if it's the way that the the elite players on these teams are kind of stepping up for this matchup, but Bulldogs and Badgers, always a good time. Head on down to Amsoil or join us right here on KDAL. Again, 2.45 for the coverage tomorrow and Saturday. 10.27, UMD Women's Basketball. Senior Madeline Granica joins us in just a few minutes. Bulldog Basketball. Also home this weekend. In fact, big three-game homestand at Romano beginning tomorrow night with Minnesota Crookston. 
Brought to you by Sanju. Sanju Polaris, Sanju.com, 1027 on KDAL. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll talk Minnesota hockey next. We are professionals. We are family and friends. We are volunteers. We are community partners. We are a team dedicated to helping you succeed. We help protect and serve America's businesses. When you need us, we're here to help. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Rated A-plus superior by AM Best Company. The fifth-ranked Golden Gopher women's hockey team will take on Minnesota State Mankato in a home-and-home series tomorrow and Saturday. Minnesota will have head coach Brad Frost back on the bench after he missed last week's series sweep at Bemidji State with serious kidney stone issues. He says he feels better now. I feel great. Yeah, I did not feel so good last week. First time in 17 games, uh, or 17 years, missing a game, so kept thinking I'd be able to make it and eventually uh, had a little surgery and wasn't able to get there so uh, but feeling good now he says it was not easy having to watch the game on tv it was tough yeah it's really hard um obviously in communication with our staff all week and um you know they have a ton of responsibility week in week out so it wasn't that big of a deal uh, at all from a practice perspective and, and on a weekend other than me not being on the bench mitch changes our d boom changes our forwards so uh that happens all the time anyways but it's hard watching you know certainly and and uh you start seeing things kind of from a different perspective too which was really positive tomorrow's game at ritter arena starts at six saturday's contest starts at two in mankato for more info on this series and on gopher hockey go to gophersports.com that's the golden gopher daily update i'm mike Grimm. Miss this morning's Twin Ports Medallion Hunt clue. See it all posted at KDAL610.com. And it's a doozy of a clue. I'm just saying. I can uh, report there are some traffic closures in Superior today as well. With the anticipated visit from the president, especially North End. Uh, by the Blatnik Bridge. So, again, if you're traveling in that area today, be mindful of that. If you see barricades, do not drive around them that whole bit. Make sure you're paying attention. And uh, mind any directions you get from the authorities. 1034 UMV Women's Basketball Senior Madeline Granica joins the radio show next after a CBS News update on KDAL. Ten forty. Busy show tomorrow. A lot of hockey heading into the doubleheader weekend. We will have UMD men's hockey senior Darian Goats. We'll have women's hockey junior Hannah Baskin also on the radio show tomorrow. The new women's hockey director for College Hockey Inc. is the former Cloquesco Carlton standout, ex-Bemidji State Beaver, Minnesota Whitecaps Sadie Lundquist. Uh, Taped with her on Tuesday. You'll hear that on the radio show about 10.40 or so tomorrow morning. Joining us now... Uh, from the UMD women's basketball team, Bulldogs home this weekend as well, both the men and the women. Madeline Granica, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I've got nothing to complain about except that I can't see, you know, like more than about a block away from the building right now. 
Agreed. Me as well. Out my window. Lots of fog. Just it's just fog everywhere. Uh, thoughts on the season so far? You know, obviously uh, uh, every team's different, but this one is markedly different with the graduation of Brooke Olson. You know, off that run of the national championship game last year, you guys are you know making your way through a, a difficult Northern Sun Conference schedule. How do you feel things have gone? Um, it's been fun. It's been good. Obviously, we haven't been as successful as we have the past two, three years. But um, every season comes with up and ups and downs, and we'll be playing our best by playoffs. What is the, the experiences that, that you guys have had? And, and you've had all these, these playoff runs in, in, in previous years. And uh, Obviously, you know, experience, we always talk about matters. How does it matter for you guys? How, how do you feel – you know, in terms of your confidence as the playoffs approach here, knowing that, that so many of your players have played key roles in that run last year? Yeah, I think um, most of us aren't really worried about um, a couple of these losses that we've sustained, and we know that um, we're, we can compete with everyone in the NSIC. We know that everyone's going to give us our best game, so... Um, we do have that experience, and we're going to bring that into the postseason this year, just like we have the last three or four. You know, we, we talk all the time about uh, trying to build to the playoffs and, and make sure you're playing your best come playoff time. And, and one thing I look at in this sport is – you know what's sustainable? Defense is sustainable. You guys have always been so good defensively. How do you feel this group is performing at the defensive end so far? Um, I think we we have our um, off nights like like every team does, but we have it's been ingrained in our brain since the day we stepped on campus. Um, defense and how coach teaches us, so we're executing that the best we can and we'll have to make adjustments obviously depending on the team there's lots of really good players in the nsic but overall we're we practice every day and we're just getting better when, when you, we talk about the importance of being locked in defensively it is kind of it feels like that's kind of the mantra of this program would that be wrong to say you know you say you know coach preaches it from the second we walk onto campus it, it does feel like this is your calling card as, as a team is how well you play at the defensive end how difficult you can make it on opponents yeah for sure um she always preaches if you can't play defense you can't play on this team, so I think that's something everyone strives to be better at. Maybe career. Sorry, maybe a little different role for you this year. How do you feel you've adapted as, as you make your way through the season? Um, it's definitely different. Um, I feel like it was a little bit of a culture shock at first, but now I'm starting to understand. Like, I can't just pass to Brooke in the post. <laughs> like, that's not going to work out for us um, all the time, and. I just do my best to create shots for my teammates, create shots for myself, and help us win the game. Uh, I want to go back, way, way back, Madeline. What is the first memory that you can think of with a basketball in your hands? Oh, my gosh. Probably, like, little little dribblers type of deal, like <laughs> second or third grade. Just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, just a hundred little girls packed in a gym, something like that. 
I what, never thought I'd be here. <laughs> I was going to say because everyone's got to have a point, right? Where they realize you're 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 a high level athlete. At what point did you begin to think, my gosh, I, I you know, I I'm pretty good at basketball. I think it was a little bit late blooming for me when I realized that. I think it was probably after my freshman year of high school. Um, some people reached out to me like, oh, you should come play AAU for me. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe I could play college. <laughs> That's the first time it kind of struck for me. Uh, you played volleyball and softball as well growing up. Was basketball always number one for you? Yeah, it was. I, I mean, I loved playing all three sports in high school, but at the end of the day, I loved going to basketball practice every day more than the other two, so I always knew that was what I wanted to do play in college. You got on campus and you're focused on basketball. Uh, which of those two sports was the toughest to say goodbye to? Definitely softball. Um, if I... I think playing college softball would be super fun. Basketball obviously has been the time of my life, but it would it would have been cool too. Talking to, to talking to a UMD women's basketball senior Madeline Granick up. Uh, so as you guys get, look forward here, you've got three massive home games at Romano Gym coming up here starting tomorrow night against Minnesota Crookston. And I know the mantra is one game at a time. I understand that, but how excited are you guys for for the opportunity that, that lies ahead of you here this weekend, and then again on Tuesday with some big games on your home floor? Yeah, I think we're just excited to be back at home. And Coach has been preparing us the best she can for this three-game stretch in five days. So it'll be a lot, but I think we're, we'll handle it. For you as an athlete, how important is it that balance, you know, rest, rest and recovery, especially when you're in a stretch like this where you're playing three big games in five days, rest and recovery, but also making sure that you stay as sharp as you can? Yeah, especially being a fifth-year <laughs> the body takes a toll playing back-to-back games every weekend, but um, we'll get rested up after the Saturday night. Um, lots of water. Um, stay wa- like watching film probably on Sunday. A little lighter practice, so we don't get. So we're all rested for Tuesday, but it'll be good. Obviously, some big games here too. You, you Crookston first up, and I know the focus is on that first game. You get Crookston tomorrow night. What do you know about the Golden Eagles? I know that they're on the up. Um, I don't know exactly where they are in conference, but they knocked off Northern State, who we lost to last weekend. So they're going to give us their best game, just like every team does, and we'll do our best out there to hold them on defense. You mentioned your fifth year. Was was that decision an easy one for you? I, 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 you know, sometimes you know, athletes, you, you you're four years in. You've got plans. You you've got a life that you're getting ready for. For you, what was that process like? Making a decision on coming back for a fifth year. Um, I think it was pretty easy for me, just because um, everyone in front of me uh, had stayed their fifth year, so it was kind of like. I want to get that opportunity to keep playing and have a significant role on the team. Um, and then they have the four plus one uh, MBA program here at school, and it kind of just was perfect for me to stay one more year, get my MBA, and continue to play basketball. 
What is a normal day like then for you? Because you know, that NBA program, that's nothing to sneeze at. It's not like you're, you're not you're, you know, you hear stories of, of athletes that are wrapping up their schooling. And I remember Matt Leinert was a quarterback at, at USC. And I think, I think his last semester of school, all he had was a ballroom dancing class. I'm guessing you got a little more than that. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I have night classes every night. So 6 p.m. I'm in class so I'll get to sleep in a little bit but then I have homework to do practice to go to and then class yeah it's, that's a busy schedule what are your plans post UMD um plan to get my CPA hopefully um move back kind of around home kind of around Amory Wisconsin and then hopefully open up my own accounting firm eventually once I get some experience that sounds very fancy. All right. Well, best of luck to best of luck this weekend, the rest of this season, uh, as you guys try to stack up some wins before the postseason. Thank you for doing this. Yes, thank you for having me. UMD women's basketball senior Madeline Granica Bulldogs get Minnesota Crookston tomorrow. Doubleheader starts at five thirty at Romano Gym with the women's game, men's game at seven thirty. Bemidji State Saturday, women's game at three thirty, men's game at five thirty. And then Tuesday night, nationally ranked Minnesota State Mankato, women's game 5.30, men's game 7.30, all those at Romano Gym. Tickets, umvbulldogs.com. I believe that uh, Mandy Pierce will be with us on Tuesday morning to get ready for that uh, matchup with Minnesota State on Tuesday night at Romano Gym. And uh, they got some cool stuff coming up as well uh, next week on campus. Uh, with those basketball games on Tuesday, uh, you're, uh, the opportunity for, I think, students to uh, win some big prizes. So uh, be listening for details on that as well. Uh, speaking of things for the kids, Young Athletes Foundation going to be doing a running event at Amsoil on Saturday in conjunction with the women's hockey games against Wisconsin. More details on that to come on the radio tomorrow morning. 10.50, wrap it up in a moment. Bruce Siski Show on KDAL. Your Twin Ports home for Twins baseball. In the corner. KDAL. 10.58. Timberwolves, Brooklyn Nets coverage at 6.15. Alan Horton on the call from Brooklyn, New York. Second of a back-to-back for the Timberwolves tonight here on KDAL. As the Wolves won last night at Washington, 118-107. Wild take on the Predators tonight. That's in St. Paul. Joel O'Donnell, Tom Reed, Kevin Fallness on AM 710. Coverage at 645. Opening faceoff a little after 7 for the Wild and Preds. As the Wild continue to try to make the climb back up the Western Conference ladder and push for a playoff spot here in the second half of the season. We're back at it tomorrow. Lots of hockey content heading into a big hockey weekend here on KDAL. UMV men's hockey senior Darian Goats, women's hockey junior Hannah Baskin, and we'll also hear from the new director of women's hockey for College Hockey, Inc., the former Cloquet standout, Sadie Lundquist. Drive carefully in the fog. Brad and Kenny up next. Have a great Thursday. Thank you for listening. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. Hit us up on Twitter at Bruce Siski Show and let us know what you think. No, yes, no. Well, no, I, I crossed my mind. Visit KDAL610.com to podcast today's show anytime. What you say? Listen to shows on demand and download for free. You can also subscribe via Spotify or your favorite podcast app. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. CBS News is up next. For more than 80 years, KDAL 103.9, W28FBFM, and 610 KDAL Duluth Superior, a Midwest communication station. KDAL.